Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Hoop Life with Sean and Sean podcast. I'm your host, Sean Taylor Jr. And I'm your host, Sean Taylor Sr., coming to you live and direct from our living room on the eve of the 2019-2020 NBA basketball season. (laughs) We're super excited about this. Season starts in less than 24 hours. Sean Jr. should probably... Uh, be in bed right now, getting ready to uh, catch some Z's for school in the morning. Um, but I convinced my wife, his mother, to let him stay up late so we could do this <laughs> this podcast. So uh, I know he's very excited um, for the season to start and yeah. very exci- excited for the podcast to start. Right, son? Yeah. I mean, we've been waiting for a while to do this. So, <laughs> I yeah. mean, I'm, I'm ready to, you know, I, you know, get this started up. You know, I really like talking about basketball and, you know, I really like talking about it with you. And I know you like talking about basketball, too. So, yeah, and I like talking about basketball with you. It's yeah. something we do all the time. And um, uh, mommy is like, can you guys please stop talking about basketball? We won't. <laughs> yeah. We won't stop. We just keep nah. going. So that's why we decided to start the podcast. So uh, Sean just had a birthday a couple of weeks ago. He just turned 13. Yeah. Right. Teenage years. I can't believe it. Um, but. We figure, why wait? Why not just get him started now if it's something that he's passionate about, right? Right. Okay, very cool. So um, with the, the NBA season starting uh, tomorrow night, we've got some primetime matchups. But before we get into those, there was breaking news today, right? What was that breaking news, son? So Zion Williamson, you know, he needs some knee surgery. He um, apparently hurt his knee. Um, I don't know when. I don't know if it happened in the preseason game or not. All I heard is I hear his knee. I was hearing that he'd be out for like the first like half a month, and it became a month, and then it just became he had to get knee surgery, and now he's got to be out for like what a month and a half to two months. Yeah, six to eight so, weeks. They said. So I mean, you know, he's gonna be out for the first two months of the season, so he won't be back till. About, like, December or January. Yeah, yeah, it's very unfortunate, um, especially for a, a kid coming in with such high expectations and such a high-profile rookie um, to miss so much time. But, uh, you know, my concern is he missed time at Duke when he, he blew yeah. the whole shoe out um, and, like, President Obama was in attendance and everything and yeah. the, the seats were, like, you know, going for something crazy, like 5000 bucks or something. He missed time then, uh, and then he missed... Uh, almost all the summer league, right? And then he yeah. gets shut down in the preseason, and then this news comes out today. Um, with him being 6'6", 285, 286, whatever he is, um, at his playing weight, which means he's really a 300-pound guy, to be honest. Yeah. Do you think that this is really like bad news going forward for Zion and the Pelicans, or do you feel like this is something that he can overcome and have a long uh, prosperous career? Um, I mean, it really depends on how he handles the situation. You know, he can either decide that, okay, I need to get, I need to, you know, just drop some weight, you know, 30 um, pounds about, 30, 20 pounds, or he can just be like, um, I'm going to keep playing my game. Uh, I'm going to have a great career, but then he just ends up getting hurt a lot and it just, He's not really able to play NBA basketball. Right. Yeah, I mean, 82 games, that's a long season. Much longer than, you know, 30, 35 games that you're playing in college, of which some he missed. 
uh, you know, and you're flying cross country, you're playing back to back. So I'm, I'm, I'm a little concerned. I think that he definitely needs to drop weight. Uh, one of my boys, <laughs> shout out to my boy Amadou uh, Kilkenny Dia. He he was on a text thread with me and he said Zion has got NBA money now and he likes to eat. So <laughs> or he looks like he likes to eat. I'm sorry. Um, so that could be kind of a a, a dangerous combination. Um, but I think that the way that he plays, you know, with a lot of torque and, and uh, explosiveness, he's definitely going to have to drop 20 to 30 pounds. But the question is, if he does drop that weight, how does that impact or maybe even alter his game? What do you think? Um, I mean, I, I, I feel like he he could be maybe like, even even quicker maybe to a certain extent um i mean i guess he wouldn't i i don't i don't think he would be able to just bully people as much but um he'd still be he'd still be a big the big zion um he's was, still a very physical guy yeah right? he's still a very physical guy okay and the thing about Zion that I like is he's a, a very willing and capable passer. So mm-hmm. I think, you know, even if he lost some weight, he'd still be able to make plays. And he's still very explosive, so he can still make plays, um, not just with his passing and ball handling ability, but around the rim as well. Mm-hmm. I think, like, a lot of rookies, especially rookies in recent memory, he's going to really have to work on getting that jump shot to be consistent. Yeah. Um, and you see it with Lonzo Ball and Ben Simmons guys who are tremendously talented but just can't shoot the ball very well. Um, So with him, he's going to have to. You know, defenses are going to play him for the drive because he's so powerful. Um, And if he gets, you know, if he leans up a little bit and gets even quicker, then they're definitely going to, you know, want to make him shoot from the perimeter. Uh, You know, so if he can knock that down, then that's going to be great for him. But if he can't, it it may be a struggle for him. Yeah, and he's also going to have to get that jump shot a little quicker Mm-hmm. Because, you know, it's kind of like Giannis, so explosive, can get to the rim almost at will. But if you wall up against him, he's not he's not gonna be able to score at the rim, obviously. So right, he's gonna he's gonna have to shoot. Giannis, he's tall. He his jump shot can be slow, but he can't shoot. Zion, um, I mean, like he can shoot, but the, his jump shot's just slow. Mm-hmm. So I mean, he's he's gonna have to. He's gonna have to get a little bit better. He's gonna have to improve. He's gonna have to improve his jump, his jump shot, because even though it, it it's all right for a big man, it, you know it's not it's not the greatest. So I mean, yeah, it can it it can always use some improvement, and he's just gonna have to maybe like change it up, like the way he sets his feet, maybe. Right. Because um, I mean the way I mean like stuff like that, with Zion, it just you know slows down his jump shot and right. it's easier to block and he's only six 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 seven. Right. Yeah, that's so. a great point. And I mean with his jump shot he kinda has that slingshot effect to it. Yeah. Where he cocks it back, um, and then kinda propels it forward. That's why it's so flat he doesn't have a lot of arc on it. He's gonna really have to get his elbow into the ball more and release with a um you know, have a higher release point and a release uh I'm sorry, a higher follow through. Um and to your point about him only being six six this situation with him getting hurt kind of reminds me of Blake Griffin in his rookie year, mm-hmm. and he has some knee issues, and he missed his entire rookie year. But the difference is Blake Griffin is 6'9", 6'10". Yeah. Um, so his height can kind of make up for some of his deficiencies. 
Um, and I'm hoping that Zion is able to obviously overcome this and have a, a great rookie season and a, a great career going forward. Uh, so what other rookies, aside from Zion, are you looking forward to, to watching this season? Um, John Morant, I mean, I, I want to see how he can lead. He's tough. Yeah, he really is. I watched him, you know, play. He can pass the ball. He's got tremendous speed. I mean, it's it's crazy. Mm-hmm. He can, he, he's kind of, he's kind of crafty. He, he's got some moves and I think going forward, he'll definitely get more with that, more so with the NBA flow and, you know, just become a great player on both sides of the ball offens- offensively and defensively so I, I want to see how he can you know lead the lead his team the Memphis Grizzlies obviously not being that good of a team this year but with Ja I, I want to see how you know they can either improve or not be as good as I expect them to be with him on their team yeah I'm I'm interested to see Ja as well he's uh he's tough like you say he's got tremendous speed um, an elite passing ability. He really, I mean, he drops hot, hot dimes, right? <laughs> Super dime time with this guy. Um, and he's obviously very explosive, as we saw yeah. last year uh, when he was in college. He was dunking on guys on the back door and, you know, getting on the break and kind of taking off like Westbrook where he's cocking it all the way back. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm actually interested in seeing Cam Reddish Right, he's kind of a sleeper. Yeah. Um, but he looked really good in the preseason to me. Mm-hmm. He shoots the ball. He has a beautiful jump shot. Uh, he shoots it very effortlessly, and he's big. He's a legit six eight, six nine. Um, yeah. He can get out on the break and run. And you know, playing with Trey Young there, who likes to get up and down the floor, I can see them running and gunning, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm I'm looking forward to seeing him. I also um, another sleeper is uh, Kobe White, the yeah. the kid from UNC that's yeah. playing with the Bulls. He had a great preseason as well, yeah. and he's another big guy. He's like six mm-hmm. five, yeah. um, and shot the ball really well in the preseason as well. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm interested in seeing those two guys uh, along with Ja and obviously mm-hmm. um, Zion when he comes back. Hopefully he comes back this season. So yeah. we'll see. Um, torn meniscus, you never know with that. So yeah, yeah. So. Um, what other players are you looking forward to seeing this year? There's a lot of player movement uh, this offseason. What players are you looking forward to watching or what player do you think is going to make the proverbial leap this year, right? To really go from like, you know, good player to all-star, all-star, superstar. What are you thinking on that front? Um, I'm really looking forward to see LeBron, honestly. He looks like He's got a new game. He's got a new game, kind of. You mm-hmm. know, he, he's his form. First of all, looks different. Um, it looks more so as like the Miami Heat LeBron. It looks more so like that. It's just like when he's elevating, it's more so like straight up. Mm-hmm. Um, his body's more aligned. Right. Um, a not m- more fluid jump shot. Yeah, not like like le- It doesn't look like he's leaning to any side, left or right, at all. He just, you know, looks a little more balanced, um, and um, he he's made a couple of jump shots that I either haven't seen him make a lot, or like consistently, or haven't really seen him shoot. Um, he he's shooting the the right the dribble one dribble to the right 
pull-up. Um, that usually is... I, I don't really see that for LeBron ever. I mean, he's a left. He's a lefty, so he usually goes to the left to shoot all his jump shots. Um, so I mean that's that's new. And his um post up fadeaway, he doesn't really shoot that. It's not really a consistent shot for him. So, I mean, it it's looking more consistent mm-hmm. from what I've seen in the preseason. I agree. He's been knocking it down more, and um, so I I I'm really looking forward to see how that goes and then him and AD I mean like LeBron if LeBron's getting locked up he just you know AD comes sets him a pick he can just set AD up anywhere and it's just it's kind of unfair that's that's the real advantages they have out of all those new duos that's the advantages that we've seen so far yeah, I almost forgot how good Anthony Davis is. Yeah. Um, it was like two or three seasons ago. He had a game where he had 59 points and 20 rebounds. Yeah. Something ridiculous like that. I mean, he's elite on both sides of the ball. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to go with another player in the Staples Center in that boy Claw. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to seeing Kawhi Leonard um, in this Clippers jersey this year mm-hmm. because obviously he was drafted by San Antonio and then – he kind of got shipped off to Toronto, mm-hmm. even though that worked out for him. And he got, you know, we the North. He got him a ring and everything. Yeah. Um, but he obviously didn't want to be there because he left. And now he he really pulled a, a, a power boss move by saying, "Hey, if you guys get Paul George, I'm going to the I'm coming to the Clippers." Mm-hmm. That's what the Clippers did, and now they got two of the best um, players, two of the top ten players in the league. And so yeah. I think that. Because um, it's no secret that the Lakers were courting Kawhi Leonard. They wanted him. Mm-hmm. And Kawhi said, no, I want to build my own kingdom, so to speak. Yeah. And it was a direct challenge to King James, mm-hmm. right? And he's saying, no, I, you know, you had your time. This is my time now. And I think he wants to really take on that challenge. Mm-hmm. And obviously, remember the last time they faced each other in, what, the 2014 finals? Yeah. Um, Claw got the best of them, and they won. Um, And then Claw is, or Kawhi, is the reigning, he's a reigning NBA NBA champion and the reigning NBA Finals MVP. So I think that he is set out to uh, firmly plant his flag in the the NBA hierarchy and say, this is my league now. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. in the one movie, uh, what was that, Captain Phillips? Like, look at me, I'm the captain now, right? (laughs) So. Um, especially with Kevin Durant being out for the year two with that torn Achilles. I think Kawhi is going to be locked in, um, and the Clippers are just a, such a, uh awesomely constructed team with the championship coach and Doc Rivers. I'm looking forward to seeing what Kawhi Leonard does tremendously. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely... Kawhi Leonard has definitely um, proved that he can... You know, he's he's kind of dominant... Um, so to speak, um, after um winning that last championship, but um, when he's going against, you know, LeBron and Anthony Davis, I mean, I I want to see how that how he can put up against that. Right, me too. Will, will him and Paul George, and um, you know, Lou will, be able to take them out because they're just like they're on a different level. I mean, I honestly think they're probably the best two duos but the Clippers have just more so a better team. Right. They, yeah, they have more depth. Yeah, they they their team like was basically if an all 
even before Kawhi or Paul George was talked about, like, kind of going there, they already had, like, a team kind of set up for, right. like, if an all-star comes there, right. then multiple people are going to want to come there, and they're just going to win, like, they're going to win a championship or two or right. maybe even more than that, so. Yeah, I mean, I mean they were a playoff team last year, yeah. and they took Golden State to six games yeah. without Paul George and without Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. So imagine having those two guys, even though Paul George is going to miss the first month or so of the season, mm-hmm. um, when he comes back and they're at full strength, they're going to be something terrifying. Yeah, it's it, it's definitely going to be scary. The two um, L.A. teams are definitely really scary this season. I, I totally agree. And, you know, I mean, honestly, it's going to be hard for other teams to really win games against them. Right. Like you and me were talking about earlier, um, you know, it's just – you know the Clippers got uh, just too much fire. Like fi- they got too much of a good team. They got that firepower in Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, mm-hmm. and even Lil Will, so to speak. And then they just got the the rest of the team is already really good. Yeah, and defensively, defensively is where they're gonna yeah. be tough because you have on the perimeter, Pat Beverly, Paul George, and Kawhi Leonard. I mean, that's a nightmarish one, two, three out in the perimeter. You're not getting any easy buckets yeah. from out there. They're contesting everything and uh-huh. taking away a lot of things as well. Because um, Kawhi and Paul George also do a great job of playing passing lanes. Mm-hmm. So they just, you know, they have the length and athleticism to do that. What yeah. player do you think is going to take the leap this year? Like, who do you think is going to have a breakout season? Um... Honestly, as of right now, I would honestly say Anthony Davis. Right. You know, he's he's got LeBron James, who's just a great passer, playmaker, mm-hmm. can set anybody up, um, no matter who they are. Um, he can he can pretty much set anybody up mm-hmm. on the floor, whatever spot, anywhere. And then he's got that chemistry with Rajon Rondo. Yeah, I agree. There too. And he's coming off the bench too. So, I mean, if... AD plays extended minutes, then, you know, he's got LeBron and Rondo. Yeah. You know, starting lineup and bench, you know, so, I mean. Right. And plus, he said that he's still um, working on, you know, the chemistry between him and LeBron. He still hasn't fully learned how to play with him yet. That's a good point. So, I mean, when they're at 100%, I mean, who knows what they can do. Right. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, again, I almost forgot how good the Brow is. Yeah. He's an incredible player on both sides of the ball, and I think he's going to have a phenomenal season um, and be a lot of fun to watch. But I'm really looking forward to seeing Steph Curry. Yeah. Steph Curry, kind of not the forgotten man, but it kind of, yeah, almost like a forgotten man. It it reminds me of the, the, and this is going to date myself right here in this way before you, but the the Eminem and Dr. Dre song, People act like they forgot about Dre. Because it's like people act like they forgot about Steph. Yeah. Like this guy's a two-time MVP. Uh, one time he was a unanimous MVP. Mm-hmm. He's a three-time NBA champion. Um, high character guy. High motor guy. And, you know, someone who really has changed the way uh, people play and watch the game of basketball. Mm-hmm. And so with Kevin Durant gone to Brooklyn, with Clay out, um, you know, until probably at least the All-Star break. Mm-hmm. I think there there may be some video game type statistics in the first half of the season. Like, yeah. he's going to get up a lot of shots 
Um, and he's going to put on some some stellar performances, in my opinion. Um, mm-hmm. You know, D'Angelo Russell was a nice addition, but mm-hmm. I think this is the year that Steph says, yeah, y'all forgot about me, um, but I'm still that guy. I'm still one of the five best players in the league. So I'm looking forward to seeing what he does, um, and I think he's going to have a phenomenal, phenomenal season that's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, I mean, I honestly think it it might be kind of up and down for mm-hmm. Steph. I don't know mm-hmm. because, I mean, some um last year in this finals, um he went out had a crazy game, forty seven points. That uh I was I was kind of shook. I I didn't know if the Raptors were gonna be able to pull it out and get the get the win against um the Warriors after that. Um, because I was just like, if he continues to do this, right. I mean, like he, like they're gonna have to win because you know right. fifty fifty plus points, sixty plus points. I mean, right. it's it's hard to lose when you you got someone who individually scored that many points. Right. But and I know you're not a big um, Warriors fan because they beat LeBron a couple of times in your yeah. LeBron's your favorite player. So yeah. go ahead. Yeah, but um, I mean. After that game, Steph, you know, he came to Steve Kerr or whoever it was and just said he was tired. All of a sudden, he just got tired. And then he dropped maybe, like, barely 20 points. So I'm thinking, like, I mean, as a leader, like, that can't that can't happen with you. You know, you can't that, – that can't really ha- – that can't really happen. You got to – you gotta show up for your team when it matters most, especially when it's the finals. I mean, the finals is where it counts most, and that's where you gotta be on your A game. And you know, Steph, that that wasn't that that was not being on your A game or whatever. So, I mean, I I really I really want to see is he gonna be up and down? Is he gonna be up or is he gonna be down? Right. I, I don't really know. And like and like you said. You know he's one. He's a, a unanimous MVP. Only thing I have with that is that that year he didn't. He didn't. Hold on. Was it the two thousand? Was it was that two thousand fifteen or two thousand sixteen when he got the unanimous MVP? You know what? I'm not sure. You were gonna say that year they didn't win the championship, right? Yeah, they didn't win the champ. <laughs> they didn't win the championship that right. year. So, I mean, and even if it was two thousand fifteen. That year, still, he loses the finals MVP to Andre Iguodala, not right. taking away anything. Right, right. But I mean, like, you're saying you're not sold. Uh, you're nah, not sold. I'm he not, hasn't. He hasn't put it together where he got MVP and then Finals MVP. So then, so really dominated in the regular season and then in the final, the playoffs and the finals too. Yeah, and plus. If you look back at it, Steph, he he hasn't won against a healthy a healthy team in finals without KD. Yeah, he that's he a good point. He we talked about that before. Yeah, yeah, Kyrie and Kyrie and Kevin Love, obviously they were out for um, LeBron, and um, he even went up two one at one point against them. And you know he couldn't close it out, but I mean, still, he's missing two of his best players, and then he kind of had to carry the team for that for that series. Mm-hmm. 
And I, I think eventually at one point, I mean, he kind of just got tired out because... He, You're talking about LeBron right now. Yeah, I'm talking uh-huh. about LeBron. And then the ne- and then the next season, 7-3-19, best record, unanimous MVP, I I think, and and choked the three, a 3-1 three lead in the finals, yeah. which is never heard of. Right. <laughs> and then the and then the next few seasons it's just the next two seasons really just Katie Katie. Right. And then the next season it's he loses to the claw. Right. To the claw. <laughs> to the claw. <laughs> to the claw. Okay. Yeah. Well we'll see. I mean I think him and A D are both gonna have phenomenal seasons. Um I would throw in there honorable mention, I think uh Joel and B may take a big step forward this year yeah. because he was great last year. And, uh, you know, he's in better shape this year. I like the addition of Al Horford uh, to give some veteran leadership there. Um, I also like Al Horford because defensively, he's one of those guys, he's not a phenomenal athlete in comparison to other NBA athletes compared to, you know, like regular people like me. Of course he is. But he's always in the right position defensively. Yeah. He rarely ever is out of position, and he's really strong. Mm-hmm. So I think he's going to help shore up that defense for Philly a little bit and really show and be some tricks of the trade, so to speak. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, but I'm going to go with Steph. You go with AD, I'm going with Steph. Okay. All right, so All if, right. if AD has a better season, I'll buy you ice cream. If Steph has a better season, you buy me coffee. Okay, okay. <laughs> the deal? Okay, yeah, right. I'll, I'll keep a, like, how much does coffee cost? <laughs> it depends. It depends right. on where we're at. Right. If we go around Pete's the corner. Coffee. Pete's coffee. That's right. That's my favorite coffee, <laughs> Pete's coffee. Yeah. A bag of that is like like uh, nine, ten bucks. But if okay. we go down to D.C. and go to the Axe or Bethesda to the Pete's store, I get a cup for like five dollars. Okay. How's that sound? Okay, it's right. whatever one. I don't really care. Whatever <laughs> mood you're in. Right. <laughs> what kind of ice cream you gonna want? Um, like a baked bear type situation. N- Dairy Queen. Dairy Queen. The okay. Baked bear is too much. Yeah, baked bear is a lot, man. And I like baked bear, so that's yeah. probably why my belly is too much right now. <laughs> um, so, uh, we talked about who we're looking forward to watching this year. We talked about. What player may have a, a breakout season, right? Yeah. Who do you think wins the, the championship then? This this is honestly so I've been I've been saying the Lakers, but when I'm when like I'm here on the podcast, honestly, it it's almost like if you're talking about, you know, before the championship, it's not it's a it's kind of a toss-up at this point Mm -hmm. with the Lakers and the Clippers. I mean, like, LeBron, I mean, he's got a new game, so I want to see how Kawhi matches up against this new LeBron. Me too. And obviously, he he seems laid back. He doesn't even seem like he's going at 100%. Who, Kawhi? No, LeBron. Right. Because he's got AD now. Mm -hmm. Um, So, I mean, like, when he's going at 100%, like, what does that look like? Right. Because, you know, his whatever percent he's at right now, I mean, kind of, I mean, it kind of seems like almost like in 75 to 80% last year. Right. Last year's LeBron. Well, he looks refreshed because yeah, he, he has so much time off. He yeah. had a full off season off. Um, so, yeah, he looks very refreshed and rejuvenated. Yeah. Right? Locked in even. Yeah, and... 
But so hold on, did you answer the question? Who's gonna win the championship? Honestly, <laughs> you're skating around the question. So it's gonna be the matchup. Okay, let me start with the matchup. The matchup is gonna be Philadelphia and the Lakers. Mm, okay. All right. Not to be biased. Not to be. Not biased. to be biased. Right? Of course biased. not. So who's gonna win it? Lakers. Lakers. It, it, it has to, the the championship ring. Even if I'm wrong that the Lakers are gonna go to the finals, the championship ring has to come from the Staples Center. Absolutely, it, I agree with that. Yeah, I mean Lakers and Clippers are just too overpowered. I I totally agree with that. Um, they actually square off tomorrow night on opening night. Yeah. And. Obviously, the game's at Staples Center, but I believe the Clippers are the home court team for this. Oh, I thought the Lakers I, were. I'm pretty sure it's the Clippers. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's um, So, who do you think wins tomorrow night? Uh, Lakers, because the Clippers don't have Paul George. Okay, so you think so. that's just a, a, a deal breaker then? Yeah, I mean, Kawhi... I mean, if you can show that you, if you, show that you can stop LeBron mm-hmm. tomorrow, I mean, AD's still, like... Right next, to right, him, or like right down at the block, right, so, right, I mean, like yeah. I mean, I don't know, man. Yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be tough. I don't, I don't know what anyone's gonna do against AD. Yeah, I um, he, you're right. He is very, very tough, and again, on both sides of the ball, and is good and dominant as the Lakers have looked this preseason. I'm going with the Clippers. I'm going with the Clippers. I like Doc Rivers a lot. Mm-hmm. He's got that championship pedigree um, from his Boston days. Um, and then you got guys like Pat Beverly and Lou Will, yeah. uh, Montrez Harrell, who are just dogs. Like, they're just going to do their jobs mm-hmm. um, consistently and at a high level. And when you add Paul George um, and you add Kawhi Leonard to that team, that's just, yeah, that, I think that's going to be really, really, really hard to beat. And so I'm going yeah. with um, the Clippers beating the Lakers in a epic, epic seven-game Staples Center slugout. Yeah. And then going on to beat uh, the Philadelphia 76ers in six games. That's my prediction. But yeah. I agree with you about tomorrow night. I think not having Paul George is a huge blow to the Clippers. Um, and I think LeBron is locked in and Anthony Davis is locked in. And I think that they will win tomorrow night. Um, I'm sorry, were you going to say something? Yeah. Um, so I just wanted to talk about... I, I want. I wanted to say why I think the Lakers are going to win. Okay. So LeBron and AD... Aside from LeBron being your, your favorite player. Yeah, aside from that. And aside from like you having a poster up in your room. <laughs> <laughs> and like maybe the jersey. A, yeah, the jersey and like maybe a pair of his shoes. Uh, yeah. Okay. 17s. Yeah. Aside from all that, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Break it down. I mean, honestly, LeBron and AD, I feel like either way, they're both going to like kind of... Sh- they're both going to kind of like show up because... Like, even if AD kind of seems like he's off, I mean, you know, he's kind of, all he's got to kind of do is, like, set a screen, get to the paint, and, you know, just kind of score. I don't really, I don't really see how people can stop that as of right now. And LeBron, I just can't see him going into the game just being, like, 
super cold. I mean, that's that's really rare for LeBron, and mm. I can't really see it for AD either. But I mean, like if he's off, I mean he's off, I guess. Mm. Or, um, but for like it's like with the Clippers, Kawhi. I mean. Last final series that I seen him in against the Warriors, mm-hmm. I don't know what it was, but he just he did not seem like he did not seem like seem like himself. Yeah, if I'm gonna be honest, he he seemed like you know there was like a moment where he was going off and kind of taking over the game, but then like after like the break or something, like you know it was kind of just back to you know the game is like really close, you know Kawhi is just. Doing whatever you know, you know. Yeah, something seemed a little bit off. But to be fair, you remember he missed the previous season. Mm-hmm. So to miss a whole season, or at least the majority of it, and then to come back to a new team and to have a deep playoff run, mm-hmm. um, I mean that's very taxing on you physically and mentally. To mm-hmm. be honest. So to do what he did, I think, was really unprecedented. Um, And I think maybe that's why at times he looked off. Maybe he was a little bit gassed, to Mm -hmm. be honest. But he had, by all accounts, a great preseason. I mean, I'm sorry, a great offseason. Didn't play much in the preseason. And I think that he's going to be locked in. I totally think that. Yeah. Um, But we'll see. Because like you said, AD and LeBron... That's a vicious duo. Yeah. That I mean, that's that's in my opinion probably the best duo since Kobe and Shaq. Yeah. It really is. And if this were year twelve LeBron or year ten LeBron as oh. opposed to year seventeen LeBron, I would pick the Lakers all day. But I just yeah. think that the Clippers are too deep of a squad and you know, LeBron is not as quick or as responsive on defense as he used to be. You know, quite mm-hmm. frankly, there were times last year where he was just standing in the paint, chilling, mm-hmm. or he was walking. And, you know, that led to blown coverages and the whole defense kind of just collapsed. Yeah. Um, but my other reason, too, is that Paul George, I can't really say the same for him always showing up. Mm-hmm. I mean, these last two years in OKC, I mean, he's had games where it's like, you know, like thank you, PG. Thank you, um, playoff playoff PG or whatever mm-hmm. they call him. But then there was just other games where it's just like, I mean, probably even most of the games where it's like, dude, you're just this is just mediocre. Like right. this is not good. This is not helping us at all. Mm-hmm. Like, like come on, man. We need you to kind of lead the team. Right. I mean, even I know we got Westbrook. He's crazy and all, but like, like. Help us out just like a little bit. <laughs> you said Westbrook, he's crazy. <laughs> no. yeah. It's interesting that neither one of us mentioned the Rockets or like Westbrook going to the Rockets playing with James Harden, but yeah. that's that's another conversation for another time. Yeah, but um, I mean, PG, I mean, if he was, I mean, they would have won at least the Utah series mm-hmm. and at least not got beat by that bad if he was playing better in the playoffs. Right. Yeah, he definitely yeah. could have. You know, he's kind of gotten a pass over the last couple of years um, for not stepping up and having, like, big games in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's a good point that you raised. We'll see what he can do. But I also yeah. think that he and Kawhi will complement each other really mm-hmm. well. Um, they have similar personalities, but they have totally different styles, if that makes sense. 
And so mm-hmm. I think that they'll be a good complement uh, to each other. And I'm counting on Doc Rivers kind of bringing the best out of them. Because, um, yeah. again, he's got that championship pedigree. So yeah. we talked about who's going to win the Lakers-Clippers matchup tomorrow night. We mm-hmm. both agreed that it was going to be the Lakers, right? Yeah. The other matchup for opening night um, was supposed to be Zion's big debut. Obviously, that's going to be delayed. But the Pelicans and the defending champ, New Look Raptors. Yeah. Right? The Pelicans are an interesting team to me because they've got a lot of young, athletic pieces. Um, and some of their pieces really have a lot to prove, um, like Lonzo Ball and Brandon Ingram, mm-hmm. guys who, for whatever reason, haven't really turned the corner yet, but were both former number two picks, and they both have a lot of potential. I've liked them a lot in the preseason, um, you know, but they're battling against defending champs. Pascal Siakam is still there. Who do you like in that matchup? Um, honestly, I mean, Toronto's still got some championship mentality. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, Kawhi's obviously a game changer, and, you know, you're taking away a huge player from the team. Mm-hmm. But it's like they're still they're still a pretty good team. I could still see them making the playoffs, um, most likely. Um, but I would probably have to go with maybe maybe the Pelicans because I, maybe or are you going with them? Yeah, I I I'm gonna have to go, I'm gonna have to go with the Pelicans. Um, I feel like they can play more so as a team. Mm-hmm. Um, Lonzo Ball is going to play both sides of the ball mm-hmm. pretty well. Um, who is it? Drew Holiday. Mm-hmm. Um, he's going to play his defense. He's not a bad passer either. No, he's a good player. Yeah, he's a good player. All around. Yeah, Brandon Ingram, you know, he can do some He can do some stuff on the offensive. And, you know, he can shoot some threes. He can make his move to get an open jump, um, jump shot. Um, Zion, Zion is obviously out, so I, I don't really know who's playing at the power forward yet. I'm not sure either. Yeah, well, well, uh, uh, I'm going to have to see who's playing at the power forward. Um, same goes for, same goes for the center. I don't really know who the center is either. They lose, they lost AD and he was playing their center, so... Yeah, I'm not sure who their four and five are, or the backup four and the starting five are. We yeah. have to look that up um, after the show. But yes, so I, I like um, New Orleans a lot. I like their young athletic core, and like I said, the fact that they've got some guys who are eager to prove things. I like Drew Holiday as the the leader of that team. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he has the right temperament, and he's just a complete player. Like he plays both sides of the ball. He can shoot. Pass, defend, mm-hmm. rebound. He's a big guard. Um, I, I like him a lot, and I like Brandon Ingram. I think this year he he's gonna turn the corner. You know, I put him up there, not quite with Steph um, and him B, but I think he is gonna turn the corner. He's gonna have a very good season, and specifically in this game, I like the way that he matches up with Siakam a lot. Both of them are long, rangy players um, that you know can drive it. They can shoot it. Um, and they are capable of defending when they're locked in. But I'm going to go with Toronto for this game. Really? Right? They're playing in the Air Canada. <laughs> you said, really? You're so surprised. They're playing in the Air Canada Center, 
right? Yeah. Like, I'm sure they're going to begin their rings, right? Or have a ring ceremony, right? Drake. Drake's going to be in the building, right? Jersey Drake. Yeah. Right? Um, and they still have Kyle Lowry, right? Yeah. Who is just a, a, a wily vet who makes championship-level plays. And Nick Nurse, who's a fantastic coach. Yeah. Right? So, I think that they hold the four down and beat back a young, feisty New Orleans team in a close, you know, one or two possession game. Maybe they, they beat them like 103 to 107, something like that. But I think it's going to be a close, hard-fought game that uh, Toronto pulls out in the end. Just barely. Yeah, barely. I mean, I honestly think that the Pelicans, their team is just like, you can probably just like throw them out onto the court. And, like, most of them would kind of know, like, what to do. Like, because, you know, you got Lonzo, great passer. You know, he, he knows his role. Mm-hmm. Same with Drew Holiday. Um, Brand Ingram, he just seems like the type of player to just go out there and just kind of, like, play his game, get hit, get his shots up. He knows when, you know, he's not supposed to have the ball when he is. Um, so, I mean, like, them, I feel like they can, you know – so they got like they got a game plan obviously and everything so they're going to be able to they're going to be able to you know pull out the win against Toronto whereas Toronto for Toronto I think Toronto is going to kind of have to find themselves like you know they're going to have to kind of um figure out how they're going to play what their style is going to be like without Kawhi like who's, That's a good point. who's gonna step up as that leader? Is it gonna be Lowry or Siakam? And um, you know, what um who who's gonna kinda have to turn the corner if they're gonna wanna be, you know, you know, still a pretty good team or an exceptional team. That's a great point. So it looks like I'm looking that up now, Derek Favors is gonna be the starting Either power forward or center. I think he's the. I think maybe Jackson Hayes is the rookie. I think Jackson Hayes was was backing up Derek Favors at the center position. Oh, he still have Jahil. I didn't know. If I'm not mistaken, um, so maybe Kenrick Williams or Darius Miller will play the point guard. Or who is this? Nicolo Melli. I've never heard of this guy. Nicolo. Oh, Lonzo Ball's out. No, why you say that? Oh, there I, is. I thought you were talking about the starting point guard. No, no, no. No, for the power forward. Oh. Um, so we'll see. Either way, I still like the Raptors. Yeah. So And you're, you're taking the Pelicans. Yeah, I'm taking the Pelicans. So we're split on that one. We agree on the Lakers for tomorrow night, at least. Um, and we're split on the first matchup, which is New Orleans at Toronto. And we're split on the finals. And we're split on the finals. That's a good point. Even though we both agree that we think Philly... Is going to be there from the East. Yeah. But, again, the East is not going to do too much. Toronto was kind of an anomaly last I mean, year. I mean, yeah. Right? I mean, like, com- compared to the West. Right, exactly. I mean, like, this year, it's like, last year is like East, like, you know, maybe. But, like, this year is like, not a chance. Not a chance. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um. So, we got to get you to bed, man, because it's kind of late. We had basketball practice, and we got back, and then now we're doing the first episode of the podcast, man. Yeah. So um, that was a lot of fun. 
We're looking mm-hmm. forward to a great season. Yes. Uh, putting out at least one episode a week. Uh, the Hoop Life with Sean and Sean NBA podcast. Where we'll be talking about all things NBA throughout this season. So No college. No college, no. Because we, we have uh, moral convictions about talking about quote-unquote amateur players who generate billions but don't get paid. That's a whole yeah. nother topic of conversation. Yeah. Um, but we hope you'll tune in, man. And uh, we'll keep doing this and having fun with it. And uh, we'll keep getting better at it. So I'm proud of my son for being so young and stepping up to do this. And uh, just looking forward to a great season full of basketball and uh, camaraderie. I don't know. (laughs) Food, bad food, good food, Uh, couches, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. Dr. Pepper for you, right? Uh, Yeah. (laughs) All right. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to say? Um... Not really. I mean, I'm excited to watch these games tomorrow. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, I really, really want to see what happens. I mean, maybe, maybe Kawhi would just be a lot different than I expect him to be. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. I mean, I expect him kind of be seeing Kawhi last year, but um, we'll see. We'll see. All right. So again, this is the Hoop Life with Sean and Sean podcast. Um, we will be available on. Apple, Google Play, uh, Spotify, all these streaming platforms, we're going to be on there. All right. And we're, you know, we may have some shirts coming out soon, a little merch as well. We got a a great logo. Shout out to Christina Phipps for making that. And uh, from Sean and Sean and our family to you and yours, we say peace. Peace.